ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Make me feel good! Picture a rundown tin warehouse heating up under stifling hot tropical sun and a stocky bearded man busying himself in bike parts. Yeah, come on in and uh, watch out you don't trip over. It's a bit of a mess. This is the jungle. Why do you call it? <laughs> it's got every creature imaginable. Old steel frame bikes, which I really love. Millions of brakes. Pedals galore. So you're standing in front of dozens and dozens of bikes piled up on top of each other. Yeah, There's spare the, wheels and tyres and... This is the tip of the iceberg. There's a yard full of um, other stuff too. So these are orphans that are awaiting a metamorphosis. I'm Ash and I'm the proprietor of the, the bike orphanage. I was 51 when I received my official Asperger's syndrome or autism diagnosis from a, a qualified medical practitioner. I've always loved bikes uh, since I was a little kid. Got lots of photos from mum sitting on my Malvern Star dragster with my Essendon socks on. Is this your happy place, this workshop? Yes, it is. Yeah, I've, um, I've loved having my own business and working for myself. This business started out of necessity. When I lost my job, there wasn't really much income coming in. After a long career in the gas industry, Ash experienced workplace bullying and eventually lost his job a few years ago. He had a wife and two kids to provide for. He got really down. I was drawn towards bike riding just for my own therapy. Solitude, get a breeze, get some exercise and I started finding bikes and I thought, oh, I can fix that. And it just snowballed from there. Ash was collecting bikes and parts from the tip, from the side of the road, from donations. And cyclone season in Darwin was like Christmas for him. I get a, a real enjoyment out of getting some of the bikes going. When we see old bikes from the 1980s and 90s, old steel bikes, we're able to bring them back to life people get stoked on it. There are nerds that connect with us. <laughs> Professor Tony Atwood returns to conversations today. Tony is a clinical psychologist and one of the world's leading experts. Ash was in his workshop in obsessively aspects. listening to ABC radio. He's a big fan. When he heard a conversation that turned his whole sense of self upside down. They tend to focus intensely on the things that interest them. They have difficulty reading subtle cues in conversation and they have a strong preference for routine and consistency. I instantly knew that there was something there that I should investigate. He heard autism spectrum disorder described, and it rang a lot of bells. Echolalia. Won't be conscious of the fact that I'm repeating words. There's photos of me in high school wearing a a fleecy jumper that's like three years too small for me just because I couldn't stand the feel of the wool new ones. So there's that tactile thing, always wanting to have me time, uh, solitude. When you got that diagnosis of autism, how did it change your understanding of yourself? 
Oh, it totally made me make sense of uh, a lot of uh, childhood experiences. You know, I can look back and understand, oh, that's why I didn't understand this and this and this. You know, I was, I was book smart, but I didn't understand people. So my mum used to always have to tell me, Ash, look people in the eyes. It's sometimes for autistic people, it's too hard to look you in the eyes and understand what's being said. It's like too much. Looking back, uh, I can put it now into context and say, oh, that's why. Yeah. That's really good to have that understanding of your life. It actually takes a lot of mental effort to shoehorn your brain into thinking and behaving the way the community wants you to behave really tiring and but you know I'm lucky I got great support from my family and from the community so uh, life does get easier as you get older if you've got that information to help you along the way. And that information has opened the door to Ash remaking his relationships with his kids and his wife Ayu. My kids I'm happy to tell them I've got it you don't have it. Dad's a little bit different. He doesn't want to go to crowded, noisy school productions and rehearsals, not because he doesn't love you. There was times where AU perhaps felt like I didn't understand what her uh, emotional needs were, and yeah, it was really stressful. And I, at one stage I thought we were gonna split up, and oh my God, it was like the most painful uh, experience but now you know uh, she can make sense of it and and I just yeah have to try and be more conscious but once I knew I got as much audio books as I could to try and understand it and uh, give give myself some more guidelines for my relationships it's still a process I have to work through all the time it's ongoing just having that information does help a lot otherwise you, you can a lot of people with Asperger's who don't know they have it will isolate themselves from people and I did I lived by myself for many years really and uh, I was lucky to meet Ayu yeah now we have a beautiful family and everyone's happy and healthy yeah it's a joy love wins it doesn't matter all the other stuff Ash is still neck deep in bike parts. He says the bike orphanage is the perfect way to play to his strengths. And it's been such a hit with the people of Darwin that he's planning to expand it to an even bigger warehouse. <laughs>